podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Yo, 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 you're now listening to TM Touchdowns, the British take on the American game. I'm joined by my boy Fee. What are you telling me, fam? Headphone, easy, bro. Like, my, my belly is doing a mazzoline, but I'm here. No, I swear down, no, maybe you're eating too good in the, in the W Hotel, bro. You get, you're getting greedy, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, bro, it's been, a good, it's been a good last few weeks still, I can't lie to you. Yeah, certain men are starving, bro. They ain't been in the WHO for a minute, bro. Man, yeah. man, outside Oxford for changing that, but we'll speak of them, man. We'll speak of them, man, soon. So, listeners, make sure you join the Discord channel. It's T and Touchdowns. It's part of the Touchline Fracas Media Group Discord channel. The link will be in the description of this pod. And hopefully, um, uh, Fee, you're in touch with Twitter, innit? So maybe you can post it on the Twitter or put it in our bio. Yeah. The Discord started to pop off now. It started to be more active on a daily basis. I want, we're looking to grow the community so we could, where you put in memes, run your agendas, talk about the game, drop videos, so just meet new people and that. And I'm hoping to get it real, real popping by the time Super Bowl's there so we could do a Super Bowl party. And I'm sure we'll be able to get there. But let's handle business. So we're going to, so what, week 10's in the books? Was that week mm-hmm. 9 or week 10? Uh, week 10. Yeah, this week is 10. Week 10's in the yeah. books. It's actually scary, Felix. We're halfway through the season already. Yeah, we are. Yeah, this we are. is. I know we can't have it because of the nature of the game, but I just wish the NFL went on longer, bruv. Bro, the, yeah. I, you know what? I think the way they do it, it makes sense because it actually yeah. makes your heart grow fonder for it because you start, yeah. you're begging. For, like, whereas you see, with, I, I was about to say something else, like I had to stop. I, I, I just changed the subject altogether. But you see, like with football, how yeah. by it, it comes and the last game you'll ever watch will be like May time, May or June, yeah. it? and then you still have there might be a tournament in the summer, so there's always something on. Whereas yeah. with with the NFL, none of no one's really following XFL and them things there. So it's like once the season is done, it's over. It's over. So it's like you have, and then you're just waiting for preseason. So it's like there's a long build up, which is which to me is good. To be yeah, fair. and also like the fact that. Although, obviously, you love more, but the fact that it's 17 games makes every single game matter so much more. Yeah. Compared to NBA, like, bro, you might as well, you could tune in after the All-Star game and then you'll be able to <laughs> keep up the rest of the season. But, yeah, man, it's sad that we're halfway through, but we've enjoyed some great football. We're going to talk on some stuff. So let's start off with um, the Dallas Cowboys. We beat the living breaks out of the New York football giants. I think it was 49-17. Dak was throwing a mazine. CD was cooking people. Do you know what I'm saying? Even, um, what's my man's name? Brandon Cooks was getting on the party. The defense was eating. Like, the Giants didn't stand a chance. Obviously, they're missing quite a few players. Daniel Jones is done for the season. Even, uh, is it, is it, who is not Teddy Bridgewater? It's the other guy. Oh, Tyra Taylor. Tyra Taylor. I always get them two mixed up. I don't know why. Tyra Taylor's injured as well. So I think it was Danny DeVito and he he, he wasn't moving the needle. I think I put in the, in the Discord chat at one point, like I think it's like half time. They had something like 30 yards and the Cowboys had 400 yards at half time. It was, yeah, bro, it was, bro, it was, bro it, was, it was to the point that basically, I think at half time, um, 
we had 28 points and they only and they had 27 yards. Oh, they had more points than they had yards. Crazy. Yeah. So, bro, like it's, it was it's very peak, isn't it? What we did what we did to them was nasty. But it's because they have a rookie, they should have known better. You know them ones. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what they thought they were doing. Like it's it's even worse because of because Cooper Cooper Rush came in. Then he also started throwing it up and down the field. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought them as well, guys. Hey, nasty work, man. Nastiest work. So but yeah, man, it was good to watch that. Um, obviously, it's good to see your team beat the brakes off another team respectfully. Um, Giants, then man, hold that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. um, let's talk about Dak because Dak is quietly putting together after like a slow start, but I think that was kind of getting a, get used to the scheme. That accounted for five TDs thrown for. Uh, running for one, uh, also had an interception, but he was twenty six for thirty five, four hundred four yards. He he's been brilliant, six hundred forty yards total. Like, I think they said that's the biggest discrepancy in yards in like forty years. Yeah, because they had one hundred seventy two yards total. We had six hundred forty. Yeah, no, it is. I mean, bro, watching the game, like. Even from the first drive, although like we went for it on fourth down on that first drive, because mm-hmm. they, they they're trying to get the running game going, isn't it? Yeah. But like even that first drive, you're just seeing the way Dak was moving. It's like, alright, cool. It's gonna be a long day for these man. And I think there was a point when I was like, ah, oh, because they they turned over on downs. I was thinking, ooh, that's not ideal. Like, yeah, they have a one yard line, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. But I was thinking, alright, cool, that's not ideal. But let's see what happens anyway. Bro, we got the ball back super quick. Then Dak started dotting them up again. That that just had his way with them. And the thing is, no, you you can't come. No one can come and tell, say to me, "Oh, they did. They were missing guys on defense and this and that because they really weren't." Like they obviously they traded away um, Leonard Williams yeah, to um, the Seahawks. Cool, no problem. But they still have other. They, they haven't lost anyone else. No one else. No one else is injured. You know what I mean? Like if anything, the only the only loss the Giants have was at QB. Because they, they yeah. their first their first train their backup, but with all of, even if they remember there, Dak was still cooking. Like Dak, Dak's been on a roll the last like three or four games. Anyway, um, considering how he started, as you said, bro, I think before um, he since 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 the bye week, he's he's he, I think he's thrown something like twelve TDs, if not more. And he only had, had yeah, and he only I think he only has like two two interceptions in that time. Like yeah, like even this game, like if you look at his stats, um, averaging eleven point five yards per attempt, QPR of ninety seven point two, so almost perfect, one hundred thirty eight passer rating. In fact, let's look at uh, that because I think Felix, you brought up in our chat right where you're like, that stats actually bang out of anybody's, and yeah, I want to raise this for a particular reason. So I want to list off for the listeners just the top ten QBs in terms of yards. So number one is Sam Howell, which is impressive, and in the top ten. Only Sam Howell and Josh Allen have played all 10 games. Everybody else has played nine. So in terms of yards, it's number one, Sam Howell. Then it's CJ Stroud. Then it's two up. Then it's Josh Allen at four. Goff at five. Mahomes at six. Dak at seven. Herbert at eight. Hurts at nine. And Kirk Cousins at 10. Uh, in the top 10, only Dak Prescott and... Josh Allen are throwing at 70% rate, which is impressive, which is quite funny. Josh Allen's very accurate, but also for a hell of picks. In terms of who's leading the league in um, um, in touchdowns, 
which I have right here. This is the top 10. So number one, joint first is Josh Allen and Tua with 19 touchdowns. Then it's Kirk Cousins and Russell Wilson with 80, which is a surprise. Then joint fifth is Dak, Mahomes, Herbert, and Sam Howell with 17. But in, in, in this list, it's really Dak, Herbert, and um, Russell Wilson. Oh, and Cousins, actually. To be fair, quite a few men here got low picks. So Allen's got 11 picks. Tua's got seven. Cousins has got five. Wilson's got four. Dak's got six. Mahomes got eight. Herbert's got five. Howell's got nine. But the Russell Wilson one is interesting because he... He's not really allowed to throw low key, <laughs> but he referred yeah, touchdowns in the red zone. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, so super smart. interesting. But yeah, and then even if you look at um, passer rating, he's I think there. Dak's got the highest in the league. Oh no, he's yeah. got top three. Yeah, he's top number three. one, mm-hmm. Tua, then Dak. So yeah. Dak is actually having a good year. And the reason yeah. why I want to raise this is because man, we're trying to rub up Dak at the beginning of the year. Dak's clearly rebounded. He was the best player on the field against Philly Balmau. But people keep saying, "Oh, but." Uh, he missed CD. Oh, you could have scored a two-point conversion. Bro, no QB literally is perfect every single snap. And Dak was damn near perfect every single snap to get, to get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's super interesting because the narrative last year was the turnovers and everybody was rubbing out because of turnovers. And us Cowboys fans, including me, you on this pod with, with Ed, were like, Dak doesn't turn the ball over. That's one of Dak's best traits. He keeps the ball out of harm's way, but still can push the ball down the field. And we've seen it this season. He's been able to keep the ball out of harm's way like, all, like, the QBs that everybody loves has thrown almost double his picks. And it's interesting because now nobody wants to talk about interceptions anymore. <laughs> nobody wants to talk about interceptions. Hurts, Hurts is throwing better interceptions. Nobody wants to talk about it. Mahomes is throwing interceptions. Nobody wants to talk about it. Allen's front. Allen, Allen, they talk about that's because his are so egregious. But they have to talk about it by, for- by force. Do you get what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah, man. Bro. Like, serious, how do you feel about the Dak Prescott performance this year? And do you think he's getting enough respects? Um... What I will say is that if that keeps this up, he actually could be in the... He, he technically could be in the MVP conversation. Like Facts. And I think... I think... No, no, the thing is that it's unfortunate because he's unlikely... His team are unlikely to get the number one seed. Mm-hmm. Um, if... I think if he... If they... If the Cowboys somehow get the number one seed, for example, and Dak is keeping this up, because based on his current play, it looks very sustainable because, like... He's he's looked good the whole time. Like it, maybe the defenses haven't been that good, which have which have helped. But if he can maintain this going in by the by the end of the season, bro, he could be in the he could be in the race. Because before before I want to say last week we weren't talking about Dak. Dak could be in the MVP race. We got, like people weren't even paying attention to his stats like that. You know what I mean? So Fact. for me, I'm very I, I'm I'm actually I'm actually happy for Dak um, because there were people were talking saying a lot of stuff about him based off last year. Um, it, I think a part of it, as you know, is just because it's it's because it's Dak and he plays for the Cowboys, and they already have a preconceived notion of him. I said it. I said in the off season, if Dak was drafted the second or first, first or second round, no one would be chatting chatting about him the way they do because his numbers stack up very well against all these men who were drafted in the first round. You know what I mean? Like Fact. his his play, his play over across his career, aside from. That's that seventeen, eighteen. Know those two seasons where he was like a bit funny between when like Cole Beasley and and Des kind of started falling off, and then yeah. he had that whole, had that whole yeah, and then Amari came. 
once Amari came, everything then he kind of Change, ascended. Yeah. He's ascended since then, innit? But like, I just think people don't put respect on it. It's, and I was saying in the group chat, fam, you know, when you it was like, oh, yeah, like Mahomes has been playing better than his ops. And I was like, who are the ops? And he mentioned Hurts. So I was like, Hurts isn't even better than that. Like, Hurts needs to beat those allegations before. No, and- you, no, you're, no, bro, me and you are 100%. To me, Mahomes has no ops. I don't think, I don't care what happens this season, you can't put man with Mahomes because one, he's better than them. And even if they win something this year, it doesn't change the fact that he's still the best. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm, t- I'm talking about in terms of who the media like to put next to him. That's what I was talking about. In reality, Hurts, Hurts, to me, Hurts hasn't even beaten, and I'm saying even like these men aren't, aren't dead, aren't sick, but you can't put Hurts, you can't put Hurts, you can't put Hurts above Stafford. Because when you say Hurts took mm. his team to the Super Bowl, I could say Stafford. Okay, Stafford did as well. And he won. Yeah. And that season, he led the league in touchdowns and he was getting it bracken in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> he was getting bracken in the playoffs, man. He actually came back from 10 points down without um, without some of his weapons. Hurts had everybody and Hurts blew a 10-point lead. So, you know, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah no, I agree. Let alone man like um, Mahomes and then man there, and Lamar and yeah. then man there. So, but, I agree with that. No, yeah, man. I'm, I'm very... Yeah, I'm very happy. With, I'm very happy with Dak. I'm very happy with how the Cowboys are looking. Um, obviously, we have the Panthers next. So uh, beat down, beat down. Yeah, that should be another beat down. I, I and you know what? After looking at how, um, looking at how the Dolphins look, I don't really fear them, man. Um, looking at how the Bills currently look, obviously the defenses can always pick up in it. Like the NFL is very much an any given Sunday thing. But uh, going up, go, I still think that we're very comfortably going to probably win like twelve games at least, in it. So, yeah, I agree. I agree, I agree. So anyway, so speaking of like people aren't as happy, the Atlanta Falcons lost to Kyler Murray's on Kyler Murray's return off an ACL to the Arizona Cardinals. Um, let me get up the score. I think it was like 24-21 or something. Uh, it's 25-23. 25-23, yeah. Um, very, very interesting game. <laughs> Obviously, Ed's not about uh, he's, he's he's busy this evening. Uh, but we'll talk on his behalf. <laughs> yeah, them man, they're cooked. The Falcons yeah, yeah. are well and truly cooked, fam. Um, so, so tail of the tape, twenty five, twenty three. The Falcons um, went on. A, I mean, the Cardinals game, game winning drive. Kyler Murray, nineteen thirty two, two hundred forty nine, one interception though. But that was on his return. He did make a lot of plays. Tyler Heineke was eight for fifteen, fifty five yards in the TD. But he left the game, I believe, to injury. And then in came um, Diamante Ridder. In turn, <laughs> Diamante is eight, funny. Um, the, the Falcons had more of the ball, 31 minutes and 42 seconds and 28 and 18. But Arizona had more total yards, 352 to 254. The Falcons actually didn't turn off the ball for once. And so that's impressive for them. Bijan Robinson had 95 yards on a TD. Uh, but it's just receiving yards. Their receiving yard leader was Drake London, 3 for 36 yards. And yeah. the Falcons got caught by a man named McBride, eight for one hundred thirty-one. I'm assuming he's no, a Titan. No, no. Yeah, he's a Titan. Now he was he was moving like when that's now you're talking about. It, I actually was seeing because I was watching it on Red Zone in it, so it kept coming yeah. up. And I was like, yo, now he's actually moving mad on these man because he started cooking them and it was just <laughs> middle of the field all the time. But it just shows you the difference between the QBs. Like this game is a prime example of when if. If the Falcons actually had a competent QB, they could have won this game. Yeah. Considering considering they were getting nothing from their QBs and still and it was still 25-23. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Yep. Like, bruv, yeah, man. Like, it, this game, Kylo, Kylo had a, made a few plays that I really liked as well. Um, yep. Bijan had a few nice runs. Like, I re- I, re- I like Bijan. I, I think I'm I'm definitely, I definitely do like, do like Bijan. I, I, can, I can see the appeal. I do think that he was picked fairly high. So, he needs to be getting the ball a lot. But I don't also don't want them to give him the ball bare because that'll run him into the ground. Yeah. And I think he's a tight... He, what's what's he, the point of picking him then? Huh? So what's the point of picking him with the eighth round pick on the draft? Bro, it's because I, I think that when you look at him... He, I, so, I don't... I'm, I'm trying to get away from comparing players, but he's very much... Um, he, he reminds me a lot of Alvin Kamara, um, mm. CMC and how he can play. I think that... So like you really should be using him in both the pass and the run. So he should he should be getting his touches, overall touches through that rather than him just rushing the ball bit. Yeah, because I agree. They, they have other guys they can give the ball to. They they, they have Tyler Iger, Alger, they have Cordell Patterson, you know what I mean? They can they so he he can get the ball if you want to give him touches, maybe give him like 15 rushing touches, give him another give him maybe maybe throw the ball to him like maybe eight times, you know what I mean? Like mix it up a bit. Because that's how you're gonna give him longevity, and you get the, and I think you get the most out of him. Because once he's in, once he's in open field, he's actually a menace. He's he has very good, he has very good feet. He's very quick, like he he, he and he and he breaks on, he can break tackles, you know. Um, but there is the receivers for the Falcons on the other hand. I don't know, man. If they don't have a QB, they're suffering. They're suffering. Yeah, and you see, and you see this between a team that has a talented QB and not. Uh, obviously, the Falcons lose um, game in the drive by Kyler Murray. Welcome back to NFL. And yeah, it's just interesting. Um, uh, I did want to dunk on Edwin with Ed here, but unfortunately, he's not. Uh, so I was gonna <laughs> remember I, I saw you the group chat because we had that conversation during the yeah. summer, and he was like, he he just don't understand how from looking at the college tape how you can rank Sam Howell, Jordan Love, and Baker Mayfield above uh, Desmond Ridder, and then also the rookies. I think the season has shown. Yeah, Sam Howell is top is leading the league in rushing in um, in passing yards, and he's top five in touchdowns. So, and he's been quality. That's like getting sacked out of his socks. But he's been he's been great. So we could get round away. Jordan Love hasn't been all that at all, but he looks better than Ridder. That's a fact. Yeah, Baker does. definitely yeah, looks true. better than Ridder. Baker's the best QB in the division. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. And mm-hmm. then who else did you say? Uh, Anthony Richardson and CJ Stroud. <laughs> it's night and day. So yeah, man. Like the only thing you could say is he better than Bryce Young, and Bryce Young is definitely better than Ridder. But yeah, I I'm think a- you know, do you know what? Yeah, I, w- I was gonna say like I don't even think you can really say he's better than be- better than Bryce Young. I think that Bryce Young is just in a really bad situation. He doesn't yeah. really have a good O line. His actual like passing targets they're not that great. They're very slow, and yep. the scheme he's in, none the players can't get open. Everyone is all bro. He's in hell. Like he's actually in hell. So yeah. for him to be able to do I think he might be cooking. Yeah, I think I think so. Because I I think that the Falcons like for every, for, for all your complaints and stuff, the Falcons actually have they have two really good receivers. I mean, obviously the tight end and um, wide receiver, but like they have two good pass catching guys. Um, this they have the running game is good enough that it keeps everyone honest. So mm-hmm. it will create space for them and. Bryce is very much someone that's very accurate. Um, he can move around. Like, there's a lot of stuff to like, but when you don't, when you haven't built the team around him properly, it is what it is. But yeah, I, I digress in it. Yeah, I also like. I just want to say, Ed. So, put money in your defense and that. What, what has that got you, mate? Nothing. Yeah, no. Nah, Nothing. Talk, anyway. it's, okay, 
It's looking, it's looking spooky. It's looking very yeah, spooky. Hey, man. my bets. Oh, my bets are cashing in, boy. Cashing in. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's move on to um to the Ravens game. My oh my. I was watching that game for you. Like I I I was conflicted. I said, what game am I gonna watch at six? Am I gonna watch the Ravens? Am I gonna watch the Jaguars 49ers? Am I gonna watch the Bengals Texans? I didn't really know what game to watch at the 6 p.m. slot for us in the UK, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know what? Let me see Bengals. I mean, Browns, Ravens, two good teams, like divisional, two like two big quarterbacks, two great defenses. This should be a good game. And it was looking like it was going to be a like the two previous weeks when the Lions got smashed, and then uh, when the Seahawks got smashed, mm-hmm. it was like seventeen-three. <laughs> Deshaun throws a pick six, like and and even towards the end of like the half, when the when the what when um what do you call them the Browns start to put drives together, Felix. Yeah, it, it was hard work, fam. Like mm-hmm. it was Deshaun escaping three people, making a man miss just about getting a first down. It was that. It wasn't really like a drop back passing game, or it wasn't really like they were good running the good they were running good plays. And when they struggled, struggled, got to the red zone, they couldn't convert. So I was thinking, cool. They, they cooked seventeen nine. Then I think just before the half, um, Christian, um, not Christian, so Justin Tucker gets a field goal blocked, and I think that kind of changed the energy. And I think Deshaun got hurt, and we should not speak of him. He got hurt in the first half, so I thought he was cooked. He comes back in the second half and starts dotting them up, fourteen for fourteen, two touchdowns, and yeah, Lamar throws some dumb picks, and boy, game winning drive for Deshaun Watson. And the Ravens lose thirty three to thirty one. What do you think, Fee? I think, bro. You remember when, when they had that game? Who was it? Was it the, against the Lions? Where I said that um, that game, all three phases of the team were on job that day. Like, I, I think that's the best game Lamar has played. Mm-hmm. I look at I look at every other game, and um, Lamar plays amazingly in the first half. But I don't know what happens in the second half. It's like it's like I don't know if it's uh, if it's part of just the game plan they have that okay we're now going to take our foot off the gas because that's how it feels a lot. Um, obviously Ed had posted that video in the group chat um, of Shannon Sharp like mm. trying to make comments on Lamar. In it. I didn't like it. I'm not going to lie to you. I did of not course, like you're a Lamar defender. Yeah, but like I I understand where he's coming. I understand where they're coming from, but it's like. When 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 the when you're actually watching the game, it's like all of a sudden the offense aren't moving. It's like the play calling. Um, I know that Ed Ed was talking about how Ted Monken he's gonna be Todd Monken, whatever his name is. He's gonna he's gonna like make a difference for the Ravens. They're gonna look different. Where tear, tear. they have, but I haven't been that impressed. Like, I, I I there's something that's not clicking for me. Do you know what I mean? Like. I think the Ravens are very lucky that they just have such a good defense that yeah. when they start having when they start having a lull, all of a sudden the defense can can hold them. But in this game, you know, Lamar had two very costly picks. Um, yep. It's like at this point, what is what is hurting Lamar is the turnovers because um, I think he also had he didn't have a fumble in this game. But like obviously, yeah, remember against the Steelers, they got in the game because of the fumble. The, like yeah, it's turnovers. Yeah. yeah, it's just like it's just like Josh Allen. Turnovers. Turnovers are killing these men. Because like if it wasn't for 
Bro, if he didn't turn over the ball, they were going to win comfortably. Like, they were so far ahead. There was no reason yeah, for them to lose. It was, it, was it was going to be a light one. Yeah, man. So, it's like, I do think that the offensive scheme, that there's issues there. I think that there are issues there. Um, but in this game, Deshaun did what he had to do, innit? Like, he woke up in the second half, even with the, in the, in the injury. Obviously, he's now out for the season. Um, with he's going to have surgery. Um Lamar, Lamar really needs to really needs to have a have a sit down and really think about where I'm going because, well, I was talking about he, he could be in the MVP conversation and he ain't putting up numbers no more. It's looking it's looking scary, bro. And he got paid. Um, I still I still expect the the Ravens to obviously win the division and stuff. So I don't want to be on some scaremongering thing, but like, it's it's not ideal that this is the this is the, this is the second time that something like this has happened. Yeah, they you threw know? this game away. All three of all three of their losses, they literally threw them. Is that they got the W and just wrapped it up and just they always scrunch up a bowl of paper to throw it in a bin. Yeah. That's what they do with the W. Both in all three games they've lost this year. So it's they're like, not losing those games. And, and I don't yeah, think no. they've stolen any games. They've been a better. They've been the best team on the field every single game, and they threw this away. But credit yeah. the, the Cleveland defense. Miles Garrett getting active again. Let's talk about Deshaun Watson because I thought Cleveland was starting to look like a team that can make noise. You know what I'm saying? Because the defense is peak, mm-hmm. very peak. Omari still cooking niggas. That's my mm-hmm. guy. Onjoku cooking niggas. Mm-hmm. And Deshaun was starting to slowly put together some halves here and there of good play. And then, first of all, I respect him a lot for being able to put together that half needing to do surgery. Yeah. But this is like a gut punch to the Browns because they actually look like they could be a player in the AFC. Yeah, but bro, I, I, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. Like, I haven't, I haven't been very impressed with with what I've seen from Deshaun. Um, Neither have I. But he, I'm, but in in his in these in three of his two of his last three performances, he's played better. I think this. Yeah. I, think, I, think, I think yesterday, well, a couple of days, um, week ten game. I thought that's a good performance because you got to take the fact that he's on the road and he's playing a defense that have a legit put bare man in the pack. Yeah, that's true. And and he, first of all, he's the one who kept it not being a blowout in the first half. Obviously, he threw the pick six, which is terrible. But, like, his drives was getting the field goals because, bro, they couldn't get anything going. And yeah. he was just running for his life. In the second half, he goes 14 for 14 in two tubs. No, and that's fair. Winner. You know that's what I'm saying? Fair. But, that's fair. but, yeah, man. And the reason why I'm sad about it, because, one, like, I like competitive league. And, two, I was so hoping that I, at least one of the Bengals or Bills won't make the playoff, if not both. <laughs> and one of the teams that I knew would take up a playoff position was Cleveland. I knew Cleveland were winning minimum 10 games because they were, they were six and three. I was like, mm-hmm. they could win another two games in the division, another two games out of the division. And I was like, they could beat, they could go on the road and beat um and beat Joe Burrow and the Bengals. But now I think with PJ Walker, they're cooked. It's so funny. They should have kept Josh Dobbs. <laughs> they would have been in business. Yeah, guys. they would have been in business. No, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Do- Josh Dobbs is having the season you thought Gino would have. Just so you know. Just so you know. Hey, I, I know. I know. I know you saw what Gino was getting up to, fam. I'm, I'm just I happy. Didn't, I'm, just, I'm just happy you weren't. You weren't trying to send in in in, in like highlights and stuff because no one cares. Do you know what? I was going to send in the picture that showed his um his last two drives. But I thought, let me let me. I'll let, I'll let these men live this week. Get me. <laughs> I do want to say though that in in regards to Deshaun, like it's actually kind of scary that his his career is kind of going into free fall. Yeah. Um, he looked like he was. 
he was meant to be. See where people talk about or oh, Herbert, then man, he was already. He was the first one there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, th- you're absolutely right. You know, because bro, I remember. I remember when people used to like tell me Deshaun was better than that. I didn't believe them. And um, bro, any any agenda I have yeah, against QBs who who want who they want to bring against Dak, I always end up winning in the end, innit? But bro, like, Dak has taken everybody out. Bro, we just got one more. We just need to take out Hurts. We just need yeah, to take out Hurts. Fam. But like, it's, it's it's like looking at looking when when I look at it, I'm like considering just be, before he got into all that um, trouble, he was looking like he was the guy. But his team weren't winning. He's yeah. now he's now he's now he was out of the game for like okay about two, two years, years. and then he now he now starts playing last year. Last year he looked like shit, mm. and this year he kind of he low key continued it, but he's looked better. No, it wasn't low key; it was high key. But <laughs> yeah, but he started to just, start to cook. But like to get injured now, Sucks. so his season is done. Then you're. It's like what are you expecting? What are you expecting to be next year? Because based off the two years we've seen, he's basically played what like twelve games, and yeah. he hasn't. He hasn't really. He hasn't. He hasn't pulled up any trees. Hasn't been very impressive. So you're going into next season thinking, all right, cool. This could be his make or break because yeah, if you don't, if he doesn't get a crack in. I'm sure they only have like one year left on that deal. Yeah, they can just tell him to like kick kick rocks. Yeah, they can just squally. Yeah, yeah so anyway, rest up the shoulders, get better. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to so that that was a home games. Sorry, Ian, you have to hold this L. Ed, I'm more than happy to hold this L. And me, Felix, we just stay shining and rising and profiling. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, <laughs> road games. Let's talk about. Okay, let's pick this up because you want to speak about Trevor Lawrence being overrated. The um. The Jacksonville Jaguars hosted, um, not Cleveland, the San Francisco 49ers, both offer fresh of a bye week. And yeah, the Jags got packed on potion, fam. 34 to 3, they got smoked. Trevor Lawrence turned the ball over three times, one pick and two fumbles. No, two picks and one fumble. He's been fumbling all season. I I knew that they were going to get smacked because I knew after bye week, the Niners will kind of look at tape, get things patterned, get a couple of players back. Yeah, and, and they after, brought and they brought in Chase in Young. Row, they weren't gonna lose their fourth in a row. Yeah, um, but they brought, they brought in Chase Young as well, man. They brought huh? Chase Young. Chase Chase Young also makes a different f- difference for them. Yeah, because now you've got another pass rusher to go along with the boys they have there. And yeah, man, Felix, speak to me about this game, man. Bro, so I I went to I, I watched I watched some of it, and then I also went to check highlights and stuff just to refresh my memory. And bro, all I'm gonna say is that Purdy looked way better than. Um, what's his face? Trevor. The, yeah, white Jesus. Um, because okay. and the reason the reason I wanted to talk about whether he's overrated is because the way the way people are quick to um hail put him. him put yeah hail him is mad to me because based off his first year in the league, I wasn't impressed. Last year he was cool, but he did he didn't do anything that made me feel like yeah this this the next guy up. You know what I mean? And then this year as well. Every time I've watched them, I've never really been impressed. But they were, but they're winning. It's very much he his play is is quite similar to how I feel about Hurts. Like I think these men they're good, but the way they're spoken about is a level above what they actually are. Hurts has been better than um, Trevor this season. Oh, I I think that if you're gonna say that, I'm gonna I'll say I'll say that's probably just because Hurts is on a better team. Hurts has a better offense. Yeah, I would say that. But I've seen Hurts create. I think how to make plays, but yeah, you just you could have said that. Cool. Um, so, like watching this game, bro, he hurt. What's it? Lawrence was in hell, fam. They were they were on his neck. I, one of the fumbles, I think it was from a sack. 
he got sacked, stripped the ball out. They mm. want they got that ball back. Like the picks were awful. It's it was just it, it was a bad game for him, man. They couldn't move the ball at all. Like at at all. Um Calvin Ridley, for what we thought he would look like this year, because of how we talk about Lawrence, I don't think he's matched that, but I'm I'm just gonna take it as he's he was out in it. So he's just trying to get back into the game and stuff like that. Um interesting mention that because I was listening to um one podcast um on the Riga Network, um with um, Benjamin Solak and um, Shiel, great podcast. And and Ben Solak, you know, he watches a lot of tape. Now he goes, the way that he 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 wasn't rating the way the offense has been run, their scheme. Mm-hmm. He said it's like very traditional West Coast. He's kind of similar to Vince Lombardi, who just got sacked by the Chargers. He said nobody runs deep routes. He's got they they've got the lowest deep route percentage in the league by far. And he said that the San Fran defense literally just sat. 15 yards deep and was like, damn, man ain't going to throw deeper. So we're going to chill there because a lot of their stuff is that like intermediate and stuff. Yeah. And they said that with um, Ridley, they don't motion him. They don't hide him in stacks and bunches. They don't put him in a slot. They kind of just put him outside as time to win. And he said, yeah, he should win more often. But every other top receiver, you see that happening. Yeah, getting them moved around, yeah. AJ Brown is always on. They hide him in a slot. CD's in a slot. He's been motioned. Tyreek Hill's doing speed sweeps on motion everywhere. So I do agree with that. So maybe they're not getting the best out of Ridley scheme wise. But yeah, I agree with you about the, about Lawrence this year. And you know, Felix, you know I like Lawrence, isn't it? And yeah. the reason why I like Lawrence, it was literally one game, and that was a Baltimore game because that the um, last year the, the, the comeback, the throws he was making was absurd, and that shows a high level of ability. And that's why I, I like players with that level of ability. Mm-hmm. But your point, I'm objective. I can't disagree with it because he's had one year of good quality play and he was elevated but other men who've had multiple good quality play like our guy Dak Prescott like Matt Stafford don't get the same love and again I think it's the draft status and the narrative around people bro do you know what it is yeah I'm actually offended because at this point I remember I used to get onto Jeff all the time about Kirk Cousins but there's no reason for anyone to be telling me that Lawrence is better than Kirk Cousins I'm not going to pretend to you bro Kirk Cousins is actually on smoke like he, yeah, he, yeah, he's not smoke. I'm not gonna lie. He consistent. You see, the issue Kirk Cousins have is because people believe that wins are QB stat. Kirk Cousins doesn't. Kirk Cousins he doesn't get his team enough wins. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So it's like whilst he has the nice numbers, his team they're not in the playoffs like that. So it's like it, it makes it makes it it brings him down. But yeah, it's like, sure. the, but people don't talk like that about um, Stafford. Stafford puts up bare numbers, but he was on a losing team most of his career. Oh, no, the Stafford, Stafford used to get dunked on. It was only the people like the the, the tape, the tape merchants that really. No, and, but if, but like even Stafford, with... and now because because Stafford went to the Rams and won a Super Bowl, now Stafford is stamps. No, but even with that, people will people will still argue for Stafford being like top a top a top level QB. They, yeah, but, but, they, but, no, but they they actually have things to do that with though because Cousins puts up good numbers, but Stafford's had. Stafford puts up better numbers historically than the Cousins. And also, Stafford actually has top-level talent. Like, his arm is legit. Yeah, but even, but even even with stuff like that, that's more that's more just because with Stafford, he, all he ever did was throw. They didn't have a running game. So he had... Yeah. Like, it's, it's not the same for Cousins, where at, at the Vikings, under... Um, what's my man's name? Uh, Zimmer? Name? Mike Zimmer. Zimmer, yeah. They, he, he's a, he, he wants to run the ball, innit? He wants to do smash yeah. mouth, run the ball first. So, Kirk Cousins isn't throwing as much. But... I'm just saying that just to say that it's mad to me how like 
after based off one year, like th- this is why I try not to do the knee jerk stuff in it because I remember I remember the way I was talking when Dak had his rookie season and I was like Dak is better than all these man and in twenty seventeen Dak was embarrassing. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. like that that made me temper the way I'm t- I talk about QBs. Like I want to see I want to see it more. This is why I wasn't really on the whole Josh Allen thing because I saw the first two years of him and I wasn't impressed. You know yeah. what I mean? And no, I. And it looks like he's reverting back. Even Burrow. Like, Burrow, he's cool. I saw his first year. He was okay, but they were losing. Like, yeah. Jamar Chase came, and all of a sudden, them and they went to the moon. Yeah. And But for some reason, all of, all of a sudden, they, they they forget how he looked his rookie year. You know what? So it's like, I would, I, would, I tried to wait and see. I'm going to give um, Trevor Lawrence this season. Um, obviously, they have, a winning, they have a winning record right now. They're like 6-3. and three. They're probably yeah. gonna, He's probably going to win the division. Um, so he'll go to the playoffs. I'm sure his numbers will be cool. Maybe he'll get like no, his maybe... numbers are in, his numbers are mid. They're like bottom third. He's he's gonna oh, have to go on, go. for for his numbers to be good. He's gonna have to go on a tear in the second half of the season. His numbers right, are so, so what he's gonna probably he, maybe he'll finish with like between twenty to twenty five touchdowns. Maybe, maybe he'll at this rate. Yeah, he might have. I don't know. Maybe he'll have max ten picks. I have no clue in it, but like. If you're gonna have those numbers, which are basically similar to, which are a bit worse than last year's numbers and stuff, and you're still gonna come and tell me in the off season that last nah, year he's like twenty six and nine. This year he's nine and six. So if he doubles that, that's eighteen and twelve. That's not good. Yeah, that's not good. That's exactly like so for me, the way the, I just think the way he's spoken about is a mad thing. And then on the other side, when you look at Purdy, Purdy, I was I didn't want to say whether he was good or not in it. Like, I, but I do think he's a very good QB. In going to the season, I think we put him in tier four. Um, I am definitely comfortable with you putting him in like tier three. Um, tier two was who? Who who are the who are the tier two guys we had? Tier two That's, was like Hurts, Stack, Stafford, Lawrence, Herbert. I I I'm not gonna lie to you. I think that if he does continue his play and as long as he's with no, Shanahan, no, like he potentially could probably end up there. Yeah, no, I think so. Because no, it, it comes, no. other, other things come into play, bro. Nah. Bro, the same way we had, we, we had, man, we're trying to put, man, we put Herbert there, Lawrence there. I, we can, we can, we have to make the, we have to make concessions for, for Purdy. Purdy's been good. No, because, because Purdy doesn't play in a scheme where everything is wide open. Like, from the moment Justin Herbert touched the field, it was on him. The success was determined on him. The, the, the 49 success isn't determined on Brock Purdy. It's not. And you, literally, you saw as soon as they start to go behind, he can't play no more. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, but so, most, no, most, most teams are like that. Like, it's the most same thing as like the Tua thing, but I think Tua is much better than Purdy. Based off what? But I don't know, because he just looks better. <laughs> 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 <I'm dead>. hey. <laughs> I but he's definitely, I'll, I'll, de- I'll definitely say he's at least, a, he's definitely a tier three QB. Yeah, yeah, he's so, he can hold a tier three, yeah, but he's, he's, no, he's, no way, Jose. He's definitely, so like, what how I how how I how I viewed him and how I view him now, like he's he, he's done himself justice. You know what I mean? He's definitely done himself justice. Um oh, right. boy, boy, anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Um uh, to Cincy versus the Texans. Cincinnati had opportunity to gain some ground on the Ravens. Um, opportunity to continue their winning streak. They went to um, Buffalo. No, I think it was Buffalo at home or on the road? The Buffalo's at home. They slapped up Buffalo. Actually, that game was closer than people think. Actually, um, but they they did they did punch up the, the 49ers. 
Borough starts to look good. People start to say, mm, Borough for MVP. Oh, Borough so good. And then, boy, oh boy, the Texans. Felix, talk to us. What happened? Fam, all, all I know is that, like, the Texans are a lot better than I thought they would be. Um, CJ Stroud is definitely a lot better than I thought he would be um, in that in that offense. Burrow couldn't he could they couldn't really move the ball for a lot of the game, but he still they eventually they managed to start moving the ball because otherwise they wouldn't have it wouldn't have it wouldn't have been so close in the end. Um, Burrow threw two picks. It's, I watched I was watching some of the game, but I was just like I was fiddling through games all the time, man. Like, I, but I'm a I'm becoming a CJ Stroud fan. I'll say that I know that um, start of the year I wasn't trying to hear it in it. I was I was on the Anthony Richardson hype train. But Anthony Richardson got injured, so I had to do had to make a pivot. I'm now seeing what CJ Stroud is on. I'm very impressed with what I see. CJ um, Stroud is crazy. Like I've been watching him. He's he's so composed in the pocket. He moves around stuck in the pocket, and also he can create as well. Like there was times where he he'll move left to avoid a rusher, step up in the pocket, throw. He has different arm angles, but it doesn't look like how like Lamar and Allen. And Mahomes do it. Like Mahomes has the most funky angle, like his arms all over the place. Lamar has like quite of like a quick motion. But did you see that throw Lamar did the other day? Like where he kind of threw it off one foot and he kind of bent it around the defender. I think it was the Cardinals. And then obviously in Ireland, he's got better arm angles. But like she just round is like he releases it from different places, but the ball is flying, cuz. Do you know what I'm saying? And he's yeah, he's literally and um I think I can't remember the name of the guy oh, who's the OC. But obviously they've come from San Francisco, so he's running the Shanahan offense as well. And I think CJ Stroud is an example of what happens in the same type of offense that Mike that Mike McDaniel's running with Tua, that Shanahan's running with Brock Purdy, and previously with Jimmy Garoppolo and Matt Ryan and them man. Is that what happens when you actually have a sick and talented QB in that system? The shit that you can get cracking. Do you get know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is what CJ Stroud is doing with Noah Brown and Tank Dell. Dolson, basic Dolson Schultz. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, if you put CJ Stroud in Miami or San Fran, <laughs> my lord, what would that brother be doing? Do you know what I'm saying? He's yeah. so good, and yeah, I'm no, so he, impressed that he's very good. But let me rant, Felix. Yeah, you know <laughs> me. I'm, I'm I'm invested in the fall, in the downfall of the Bengals. Yeah, yeah. So that, first of all, the Bengals are getting they they should have been down like twenty to to three um at twenty to seven at halftime. Like they they were thoroughly outplayed by the Texans, right? That I think Burrow, I think they had to punt like five times in a row. Yeah, so, like, so, boy, so they're up by 10 points, yeah? Burrow throws a pick. Throws a pick in the red zone. It's like two minutes and 30 left on the clock, Felix. Mm-hmm. It's third and three. They're down to one timeout. Run the ball. Obviously, if you get the first down there, the game's pretty much over. Yeah. But to a certain degree, but just run the ball. Maybe you get a yard, maybe you get two, maybe you make the first time, maybe you lose yards. But once you run the ball, yeah, they use their timeout or maybe they take it down to two-minute warning. You punt the ball back to them deep in their territory and they have, at, at best, two minutes with no timeouts to drive, score a touchdown. And even if they score a touchdown, they either have to onside kick it and recover it. If they don't onside kick it, you recover it, which is very likely. They can't stop you from running the ball three times. The game's over. 
But no. Play action bootleg. Shaw throws a pick. I'm thinking, oh God, the Bengals are in there again. Yeah. Drive down the field. Terrible, terrible decision from number six to hit uh, Jamar Chase. Extra 15 yards. And guess what? See, everybody's going mad here at um, Tyler Boyd for dropping the ball. Mm -hmm. First of all, he made a big play. He had like a 60 yards catch and run to get them in there. People are forgetting that the throw before that, Joe Burrow missed a wide open tight end in the red zone, in the end zone. Yeah, Nobody has spoken. Everybody's talking about Tyler Boyd, bro. But bro, you know why? You know why? You know why? You know why? It's disgusting to me. Man threw two picks, one in the red zone. He missed somebody wide off for a touchdown. I'm out talking about Tyler Boyd. I don't want to hear it. Anyway, so they eventually get the touchdown. No, eventually gets a field goal, tied game. I'm thinking, fuck's sake, man. This was a chance, bro. This was a chance to get these niggas at the playoffs. <laughs> DJ Charles said, don't worry about it. Third and six, whoosh, Dolson Schultz. Don't, what a bad boy. I just wanted to hail him up. And he's been amazed. I think he's 14 touchdowns, two interceptions, or 16 touchdowns, two interceptions, or something yeah. like that. He's been brilliant, fam. He's he's legit been amazing. And it's so it, I'm so happy for him after all that. Test results shit, but people not really rating his thing. He's come to Texas and it shows when you have a QB, when you have that guy at QB, you have a chance. And this is what me and you were trying to tell Ed. Is Ed can Ed could could can many of us name five players on the um Texans defense? Can we name bare people on, on the offense? They've got rookies everywhere. Yeah, they do. That, that they're a well coached team, you know. They even they you know do you know who they remind me of? They remind me of um the Lions. Yeah, very like, well coached. Yeah, the first two seasons under Dan Campbell. Obviously, the Lions, they finally, in, their, in the third season, it's like everything has kind of clicked for them. And plus, what's his face? Has fucked, fucked off. Aaron Rodgers fucked off as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it helps. It helps. But like, uh, let me play some stats as well, Felix, quickly, before I forget. Yeah. So these are the stats of the game, yeah? Houston had 544 yards on Lou and Numero's defense since he had 380. Houston even had three turnovers. And I remember um, Shaj fumbled a snap on four for one in the 10 yard line. They had eight more first downs. Bro, they, they, they punched them up, fam. On the road as no, well. Yeah, they were, I, I, I feel like they were the. They were, from what I was watching, I looked, they, it looked like they were the better side. They were. Um, they were. They dominated them. <coughs> so. They literally, but, they literally threw like 14 points away. They should have smashed them. They shouldn't have been close. They shouldn't have blown up. I'm just. I, I, I'm. I don't have I don't I don't have like a super Joe Burrow agenda, but I see see seeing him lose is is it, is good for business. I'll say. Yeah, you don't mind that. Yeah, I don't, don't mind, mind that. that so Joe Burrow so far this season he's fifth eighteenth in QBR fifty three point eight. I'd love to see it. And he's got fourteen touchdowns, six picks. So not terrible, but if he doubles that in the year, that's twenty eight and twenty eight and twelve. That's solid. Good. That's good. No, that's that, that's actually that, that's actually good, but not up there. So we love that. So the Bengals are, I think, five and four, same record as the Houston Texans. So if they finish the same record, Houston Texans got a tiebreaker. Yeah, I love that. Anyway, the last <laughs> game of um, the last game of uh, the on the roads, Lions Chargers. Did you watch that game, Felix? Yeah, I did watch that game. My I did watch that game. Offense everywhere, fam. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think I, I have I have a thing like 
I know everyone blames Brandon Staley, but after a while, I find it hard, man. I don't know, because I feel like he give, he gives them everything they need. They have, like, after a while, you have to start looking at the players, be like, come on, like, do you know what I mean? Because, it may, because you know, I think the issue the issue I have with constantly having to, constantly blaming Staley, but I also get it, is because when you look across the Chargers team, they have, they have names everywhere. They, they Apparently, they have one of the five best QBs in the league, but it doesn't translate into them consistently winning. Like, it, it, I find it, I, there's a disconnect somewhere that I'm, I don't understand. I do, I do think a lot of it plays on Staley and I think a lot of it also on their front office. So, for example, Quentin Johnson, I hope he becomes good. He got his first touchdown the other day. He's a big wide receiver. He's kind of, he seems quite similar to Mike Williams. Why don't you get a receiver that's fast twitch that could definitely get open? Because a lot of your, bare of their receivers don't really get open, according to the film people, in man coverage. And you kind of see it on the tape. When mm. you, no, not on tape, when you watch it on TV. Like, it's only Keenan Allen that really gets open. Palmer yeah. might get open here and there, but it's only Keen Allen that gets consistently open. Everybody else are jump ball merchants, as you like to say. Yeah, the thing that, is... The, 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 <laughs> jump ball the, merchants are so yeah, funny. Yeah, but the thing, the thing is, the thing with Johnson is that in, in, the, um, in college... He was that. Um, he was. He wasn't a jump ball merchant, bro. He was. He's kind. Of, he was kind of like treated like he was CD Lamb. So mm. he's very, very much a yak guy. Get him, get him into, the, get him in open field. He can make stuff happen, kind of person. But like on this particular, in this particular point, maybe it's because of Kellen Moore. Yeah, his scheme. Yeah, because like, bro, you remember in the off season, I was like, okay, Kellen Moore going to the Chargers. Yeah, Herbert's gonna put up crazy numbers, and it hasn't really happened. Herbert has he's had got, good games. He's got some numbers in the league. No, he's put up good. He's had good games. Don't get don't don't get just he's, he's had good. But it's like for what I thought he's going to be, I was thinking because considering last year, like fam, in the last few years, he, he he's probably been close to if not at five k passing yards. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, he just throws it all over the place. He's already he, he's 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 like a thirty at least thirty plus. Um, T- TD guy with maybe 10, 10 or so interceptions. So it's like, it's, this year he's probably going to finish with more of the same, but it just looks different. Like, it doesn't, from, I thought he was going to pop. I thought he was going to pop this year. And he hasn't really, in my eyes. Yeah, no, he just looks I, more I, of the same. He's been very good this year, apart from that one game, he was a bit dodgy. But they just keep losing. So this game, he was brilliant. He, he put up 323 yards, four touchdowns, one pick. He was excellent. Um, the offense was excellent. It's just that the defense, the Lions' offense was also excellent, and the defense was getting. The defense has been like one of the worst defenses in the league, and I think that's why people talk about Brandon Staley. But what yeah, I don't understand is like they should have enough dogs. Like they've got, oh, I think they got enough of pass rusher that's not Bosa or Mac, but he's been playing good. Their pass rushers have actually been playing good, mm-hmm. and they've got Derrick James, who's a good player. So, like, your scheme should be good enough to make shit work with that amount of talent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think their issue is that their 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 team is very expensive, but it's like a lot of old guys kind of potentially over the hill if that makes sense for you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like I agree. Like it just doesn't make sense. Even though they might not have the best talent, they've got their their talent is better than what they're showing. Yes. Because, exactly. Yes. Because like Houston they got a better roster than Houston. Yeah as you said. Do you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. bro, I think they're four and six fam. Yeah no they're four and five bro like even, I think even the Raiders might have five wins. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, man. But that, but that was a great game. Goff played well. Goff was comfortable going back to um, LA, where he where he was before. 
23 or 33, 333 and two touchdowns. Montgomery ran for 12, 12 carries for 116 yards is crazy. And a touchdown. And Marseille Brown, 156 yards and a touchdown. Both teams went for went for it on fourth down eight times in total. Seven times they got it. Loads of times it released the touchdowns. And um Yeah, then man were going uh, back and forth. Man. Yeah, Dan Campbell had the option to take a field goal with one minute left on fourth and two. He went for it. He found um Goff found Sabla Porter and able to run down time to win the game. So this game analytics worked and it was a fun game, Uh what do you think of the Lions in general as contenders? Um to be honest with you. I think the NFC is wide open. I I I I don't know. Obviously, if you're gonna go off paper, the Eagles are probably the best team. But I think I think it's anyone's at this point. And I think that the Lions, the Lions are definitely gonna be a tr- gonna be trouble for someone. You know what I mean? Whoever they play, it'll be trouble. Um, they're seven and two now, so their record shows how good they are. You know what I mean? And like. They they've been good all season. Their defense is kind of up and down. I'll say their offense. But their offense is as long as you have a good offense and your defense can get stops here and there, you should be fine. Yeah, um, fine. The issue that the issue the Lions will have though is that in the playoffs, they're only going to play the best and they're only going to play the good teams and the, and all the good teams in the NFC have good defenses. If we're being real, like. The, all the all the team, all the teams will consider contenders. The Niners have a good defense. The Eagles have a good defense. The Cowboys have a good defense. Those three teams alone. And then even even in the even in um like the Falcons, the Falcons kind of have a good defense as well, even though they they may not actually make it to the playoffs. The Bucks are also a fairly good defense. So they they who, the people they'll play could be it could potentially be a bad matchup for them. But Goff has been playing so well this season um, that. That might equal it out a bit. Um, he, I think, I think this year in particular, Goff has really shown uh, improvements to me. Um, considering how, bro, when he was at the Rams, they used to talk about him like, yeah, he's only doing all this because fucking um, McVeigh still in red to throw. Mm. You know, so it's like he's he <laughs> he he, sh- he shed all of those things, and he's showing that no, I can actually play. He's still not better than Dak, like yeah, yeah, yeah. but. Like he's definitely he's definitely showing that now nah, he's he's good and so the line the lines can make noise. I do think that when they if they if they were to meet one of the top three teams, in my opinion, yeah, I think I get I think I get that with the yeah. defense, defense ain't good. So yeah, so they're going to get packed on potions, Steve. Yeah, it it, dep- it it very much does depend on who they get to play in the um the in the divisional round. Okay, so or, unless of course they're good enough to like. No, nah, actually, it still be divisional because I don't. I don't think. I don't think they'll have a record that can go that can get the one seed. Apparently, they got a very. Let me see. Apparently, they got a pretty easy schedule. So let me pre their schedule quickly. Hold on, one second. So let's go to the Detroit Lions. Um. So they've got okay. So here's their schedule. They got the Bears next. Okay, then they got the Packers. Then they got the Saints, the Bears, the Broncos, the Vikings, the Lions, the Vikings. I mean, the Cowboys, the Vikings. Bro, they could go oh. thirteen and three. Yeah, they could. You know, they could easily go thirteen and three, bro. They because there's could. no team in that list that they, they should lose to outside the Cowboys. In fact, yeah. every other team they should actually beat very convincingly, fam. You know what? Yeah, I would. I would say the Broncos could be a tr- could be trouble for them. They're gonna. They're going to blame the, the Broncos. Aren't good, fam. 
No, they, they might they might not be, but their defense has has really stepped up. The defense has improved, but the, the thing is with, with the Lions is the way they execute is very good, and they can block. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, that's so, fair. And, and they don't tend to make mistakes too tough. Like, like really and truly, like the Chiefs, they just wet the bed. Like the, the Chiefs, yeah. they played a game hundred times. The Chiefs, the Chiefs literally had like a gazillion turnovers. Yeah. Um, and they were like they weren't like forced turnovers by great play from the defense. It was just John you know the team is just off it that day. And mm-hmm. even and the Bills game, like, bro, they, they will turn the ball over up and down. So if the Lions can stop the run against the Broncos, they have nothing to worry about. But yeah, I think literally no, only the Cowboys in, in this, actually the Saints are probably a playoff team because of the division. Bro, they, they could go 13 and 3. Definitely 12 and 4. 12 and 5 is on the cards. The, Vi- the, Viking, the, Vikings, will, the Vikings could give them something. Um, I mean, something. they could go 14 and 3. I reckon they're going to end up 13 and 4, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because when, yeah. when you start when you start ringing off the names, I was like, oh, that's a win. That's a win. Said, that's a win. That's a win. Really, I I can't see the Eagles losing more than three four games in total anyway. So yeah, it'll be interesting. But anyway, Fee, before we talk about before we wrap up with agenda court and predictions, I thought let's quickly do what we will consider our mid season awards and maybe our mm-hmm. mid season all pro teams if we could be bothered. So okay. who's your mid season MVP? Ooh. That's a hard one, you know. A lot, a lot, a lot has changed. Um, oh, I don't know, you know. It's a tricky one. It is a tricky one. It's a tricky one because I, I think I've been, I, I've been wondering between Mahomes and Lamar. I, Lamar, Lamar's not MVP for me. Sorry. Yeah, so I, I, I think it's. I, I'll say it's Mahomes, but it's it's, it's contentious though. I, I can't. I can't. I can't. I hear it, but I can't give it to Mahomes. I, I just there's some there's something in how how he's been playing. He's been it's playing been, very well. Wait, but I feel like if you want to give it to Mahomes, Mahomes, that's why. Yeah, that's true. But then, but at the same time, if if I if I Mahomes, Mahomes still has been very good this year. I'm not going to pretend that he hasn't. Um, his team are seven and two, right? Yeah. So okay, this this, this see this is what I mean when I say that QB wins. They kind of help. The wins help. The wins help. I don't think about the wins. I'm thinking about play from QBs. What yeah, QB do I think has been the best. The and thing like, is because Mahomes, but I don't think is I don't think it's like clear and uh, because like this is like it's a down year in most of his stats, but that kind of shows how good he is. But like I, I even saw a graph yesterday that showed um, it was like EPA when the play's perfect covered. So in terms of sack avoidance and then yeah, he, he's by himself and he's, he's literally and, I, and that matches what I see. Because obviously I watch the Chiefs, it matches what I see. So, but it's not like a convincing one. And I think I wouldn't argue with Lamar. I wouldn't argue with um, Tyreek Hill. I wouldn't argue with AJ Brown. I wouldn't argue with... Um, oh, bro. Skill position players, they're not in, they're not in the MVP I know, conversation. I know. Sorry. But I'm saying, if, if, we're, if we're just saying who's been the best player in the NFL this year, I wouldn't argue with those guys. And I also wouldn't argue with uh, Miles Garrett. I think those players have been brilliant. So... Okay, yeah, if I, it's I, I, if it's open to any position, it put, I'll probably put it down to Tyreek Hill. Yeah, it's gonna yeah, be Tyreek Hill for me. But um, so okay, cool. What about defensive player of the year? Miles Garrett. Yeah, for sure. Miles Garrett. I thought, been CD, I thought our boy was gonna win it this year, but I think Miles Garrett was. Yeah, he's moving nuts. Nah, I think the is the issue. The issue that um Mike is gonna have is that he 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 he's. I think he's a bit he's a bit small. Yeah. And he and and also they double and triple team him like crazy. Mm. He gets held bare, so it's hard for him to actually put up numbers. He, he's going to finish the year with good numbers, but it's like 
It won't be. It, it's not defensive player of the year numbers. Unfortunately, shout out why he might make defensive player of the year. I was listening to like Nick Wright speak on that potential make MVP, and like basically, bare of our games are on t- national TV. So it's not in the game. So if CD's taking these games over, I mean not CD. If Micah's taking these games over, then maybe it could be a late push. But right now, mid season, it's got to be Garrett. No, it's Garrett. What about comeback player? What about comeback player of the year? Um. Oh, comeback player of the year would be Josh Dobbs. Yes, I would say Josh Dobbs for me. No brainer. Yeah. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Yeah, there's no one. I can't think of anyone else. There, yeah. There isn't really no no other player has really like shown like that. You yeah, I mean for sure. So, uh, offensive player of the year, I think I got Tyreek Hill. Yeah, all right. Then I have to pick someone else. Then um, you don't have to. Maybe, you can be both. Yeah, if, if if it's not him, I'll probably give it to AJ Brown. Same. Uh, I think offensive rookie of the year has got to be CJ Stroud. Yeah, CJ Stroud, hundred percent. The first rookie of the year, I think it's got to be Jalen Carter. Yes, yes, he's been very impressive. Yeah, um, been. coach of the year. So far, I think there's loads of candidates. Coach of the year would be. Let me think about this one. Mine's Kevin McC- Kevin O'Connell. Okay, Vikings. Bro, they were like zero and four or something like that. And now they can make the playoffs and they've lost Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins and they're still getting the bracket. He is scheming niggas open 24-7 plan. Um, I would give it to... That's a good shout, to be fair to you. That's a good shout. I'll probably... Ah, oh, that's, a, that's a good question. Like, I, I like what McCarthy has done this year, all jokes aside. Yeah, of course. I think McCarthy's candidate. I think... Um, um, I think... Mike McDaniel's a candidate. I think Demico Ryan's is one. I think Mike I, Tomlin I think, is one. I think Nick Sirianni. Nick Sirianni's one. I, I, I think he probably, he should actually get, right now I'll say he should get it because he actually lost both his offensive and defensive coordinators and, and it still has it still has the best record in the in the league. That's a good shout. It's hard that's to actually a, that's, that's a madness, bro. Yeah, it's hard to argue. Even though we watch them play. Because everybody thought they'll be at like the bottom of the league and they can make the playoffs. Yeah, because what? But the thing is, what will happen is that if if they win, if they win, if they do get to the playoffs, then Demico will get it because that's what they did with Dable. Yeah, Demico will get that. Like, or if if Kevin O'Connell, yeah, he could pop, he could potentially get it as well just yeah. because of that. But if 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 we're not taking any of that, bro, it's definitely Sirianni because yeah, bro, I don't mind Sirianni to be fair. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't, I, I don't like him, but I got I got. I don't mind him, you know. It's Shanahan, I don't like man. <laughs> I like, do you know my favorite coaches? Who? Uh, Mike McDaniel. Because of because of how he how his teams play, how his teams play, how he carries himself, how he dresses. He's just cool. He's just cool, bro, and he's creative. And I like, I just like him. I just think he's, a, I just think he's a dope guy. It's funny because he's on the sideline vaping and that, bro. Exactly. He 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 actually he actually coaches like a young man, yeah, bro. He's on the sideline, yeah, with combats, Air Maxes. AP and a vape, cause aviator yeah, shades. Bro. Come on, man. Nah, Come nah. On. I, I hear you. That's a shout, cause, cause th- he, he, he's probably, he's probably what a lot of um old-fashioned co- coaches and media people are scared of. What's gonna come into the league now? Yeah. Because he actually gives that young guy vibe. Like he's the obviously even the the Miko the Miko's young, but he doesn't. He he's very like stoic. Yeah. You know what I mean. Whereas McDaniel's actually gives like. Bro, I'm in my thirties, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 
he gives the vibe like, yeah, man, he, uh, after the game, he's going for drinks with Amanda. Yeah, no. And I actually think he's super creative because he's kind of developed their passing game. Like, they do so much creative stuff. Like, last yeah. year, it was all passing. This year, their run game is super explosive. So, like, yeah, I, I, I like him. And he's then very they're super fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, cool. So, let's do any agenda courts today. Boy, I, mean, I told you, fam, what's it? Lawrence, he's overrated. He's he he's mudded for me, bro. Like he's in the mud. <laughs> he's mudded. I feel like he's in my agenda court, cause I, right. I think Ed. I think Ed's in my agenda court. Bro. Ed's in my agenda court because he blindly argued with us. He blindly, like he was insulting people for not having Ridder high, only for Ridder to disgrace him. And the yeah. names he mentioned have looked cold. Like CJ Shroud, people say CJ Shroud could be MVP. Sam Howell has been brilliant. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Anthony Richardson was looking cold before injury. Like, Baker Mayfield, bro, Baker Mayfield went brazy the other day. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah nice man. Peak. So, agenda course, Ed, man. Hold that, man. Fackers. <laughs> right, it's, hard, it's hard with the agendas. Like, I, I realise that I have I, I have agendas, but I don't run them like that. It's more a matter yeah. of I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm in the, I'm, you know, like, you know, like Sting, when he's in the rafters, just waiting before he drops Just waiting, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. waiting for him. I'm Me, waiting. I'm not like that. Me, I'm on the ground every day getting put in work. Yeah, I mean, I was waiting because if not, if Gino didn't have a good game, he might have had to hold some, something. No, no, well. he would have deserved it. He would have deserved it still. So, but but the Ravens, like, that man had no chance. I'm not gonna lie, bro. Yeah. That man was getting overwhelmed, bro. Like they they snapped the ball, man, in the backfield. <laughs> like, yeah, it was it's peak. peak. It was it's peak. peak. That's, like those games, I don't really blame QPs. Like, no one. Um, the first game of the season when everybody was cussing Daniel Jones, I'm like, yeah. what can he do? They snapped the ball. And man not in his face. What do you want him? Yeah. No, it's peak, bro. What do you want him to do? It's Michael and Tank Lawrence, bro. Like, whoa, bro, come on, man. Anyway. Do you know, do you know, do you know who, do you know what? I might, my, my Josh Allen agenda might be waking up again. You look, you look, Ed crowned him Josh Alizé. I, was, yeah. I told you that for a long time. I don't know why you're calling him that. But I allowed it, innit? Because for like two, two, three years, he was rising it. He was doing his thing. Mm-hmm. But it's like last year, this year. It's looking a bit shaky, bro. They had to sack their OC. They blamed the OC for hit for his that was nasty Allen's failures. And I forgot to speak about that game. Let's speak about that game recently. They lost to the they lost to the Broncos. Yeah, Josh Allen throws uh, two picks. People are allowing the first one. I'm not. He literally that was like a laser beam to Gabe Davis. Like no, that was so hard. Pause. Then he throws <laughs> a terrible pick. Um, he also fumbles, so he has three turnovers. Cook fumbles in the first half. And what's so funny about the Bills here is that they're up and then I think they're up by like two. And then the um the Broncos have a chance to game win and drive. And they get them on third down. And then Russell Wilson spins out and he literally just throws up a prayer fan. A legit prayer. It was under thrown, but you know under thrown balls can always lead to potential um pass interference. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. And then they actually missed the kick. But because they had 12 men in the field, they took it again oh, and they wow. won. And, then, and apparently the 12th man was Damar Hamlin. If he, oh, I, yeah, yeah, I saw that. You see the tweet? <laughs> There's one tweet I saw. I'm not going to mention it. That tweet is a bad thing. Wilson, he looks good that game. He played well that game. And his touchdown pass to um, Sutton was crazy. But um, yeah, the reason why I said this is because, bro, if you look at all the offensive stats, the Bills are in top five. EPA, success rate, yards, everything. <laughs> They kill it. The issue is turnovers. Can you blame turnovers on Ken Dorsey? No. I personally think he paid... He's not, and the thing is, and people are like, oh, 
Josh Allen's got the check, check the check sound. It's not, and from the people that watch tape, yeah, they say that, bro, there is easy, and I'm, I'm watching, I'm looking at Bill's guys. So, and these are Bill guys, I recognize their names from when they were trying to run the Mahomes um, Allen agenda. I mm-hmm. recognize these names, and they are the ones that are getting onto Allen. They're saying, they're saying to a point where it's got disrespectful to his teammates. That's what they're saying. And mm-hmm. they're saying, people shouldn't blame, like the guys who don't, the guys who follow their team and they watch film. Yeah. They said, if you watch the film, He's not taking the layups because people get to say other teams get layups. Josh Allen has to work so hard. He, they said no. Josh turns down the layups. So I feel sorry for Ken Dorsey. He paid the price because his QB keeps turning the ball over. Yeah, and I think that shit fucked up. So if yeah. you want to load Allen agenda, even though he's my second favorite QB potentially, no, I don't know. He's not my second favorite. Um, that is, um, that is, he's my third favorite QB. Um, I'm sorry, the, he's just doing nasty stuff. He is. I, I, I do. I, I think that. Alan, Alan, Alan. You know what? You know, you know what? The, you know it is. Alan is what is the archetype of what um, old school QBs used to be, gunslingers. Mm-hmm. He's an actual gunslinger, isn't it? Yeah. So he, is. he and he's look and he's also looking for the big play. Yeah. Um, but he hasn't for some reason he he refuses to rein it in. Whereas, whereas when you look at Mahomes, Mahomes was also someone that's looking for the big play, but he's had to rein it in, especially because the players around him are not. They're not built for the big play. They're not built for everything. Yeah. Just, just, just four verts. Just throw it down there. You know what I mean? That's not the sound of like play that four they have. Verts, crosses. Obviously, before when Mahomes first came to the league, he had Tyreek, Tyreek, um, and Sammy Watkins. Then they got in Miko Hardman, who's a burner, and they had Demarcus Robertson, who's also a burner, and then Pringle as well. He's also a burner as well. So you've got those guys who are bare fast. Mm-hmm. So and they can eat, and they can run deep roots. Now they don't really have deep roots. And um, there was something that's been going around, and I remember seeing it at the time. Josh Allen was on the podcast with Brady, and Brady was kind of telling him that you need to, like, you know, sometimes take the play. And Josh Allen's like, "No, nah, it's got to be me." Niggas look at him like, "Nigga, if you don't listen to Tom Brady, your bitch ass." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, but I, I think I remember. I feel like it's the last few years we have also said on this podcast that there are times where it's like Allen doesn't have help, but I think that's that that's that is the wrong way to say it. What it is is that. Allen just doesn't want the help. Like, because far too often, Stefan Diggs is always complaining. Like, yeah. considering, considering that he, Stefan Diggs gets bare, gets bare targets anyway, but he's always complaining, bro. Oh, we need like, to speak about Like, let's speak on Steph, on, 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 um, on Diggs. Trey, the fact that Trayvon tweeted during the game, 14 is get up, get up out of here. And then, the, so all the drama it caused. And then the next day, he doubled down. He's like, also, yeah. another thing. Bro one, bro one going off until bro got there. Yeah. To me, it says a lot, cuz. No, it does. There's no way Diggs is at the Bills next year. No way. No way. Bro, but this 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 has been building, you know what I mean? Like last right. year as well, he was complaining. This year he's been complaining. Like obviously we all do we all we all hear the whole wide receivers, their divas thing, but it's like, bro, you've said it yourself, because you you watch Bills games more than I do, and you say that Gabe Davis ain't it. They are no, throwing not. him targets, he's dropping the ball. But when you throw the ball in Stefan Diggs' direction, it's like he has stick him on his hands. He's yeah. Catching that. You know what I mean? So it's like and 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 also I think another part of it is that as I said, like ev- everyone acts as if what's it, um Allen has no one, no help or anything like that. He hasn't always had a running game. We, we can agree with that. But this year, for example, James Cook has actually been He's yeah. been decent, you know what I mean. He get he can get he can give you about 70, 80, 80 rushing yards. You know what I mean. Like 
he got he got help at the tight end position with because they brought in Don Kincaid. Like, but Dawson Knox is decent. Dawson Knox has been doing bits and pieces yeah, yeah, yeah. for you the last. I remember. Year. I think like, it might have been last year or the year before. He scored like a touchdown in six straight games. Yeah, literally. And then even the O line, the O line is not. No one actually talks about the O line, but I don't think the O line is that bad. They have a very, they have a pretty good pass blocking O line. I would like to say O line is kind of. The thing that O line is that when it gets to the playoffs, they get they get dunked on. Okay, team. that's fair. That's fair. But that's it's fair. but it's but it's not it's not a dead O line. Yeah, so it's like to always to constant, and then at the same time, he has a good defense. This year, they've they've lost a lot of man to injury. So if you want to say that a lot of stuff is on him, then that's fair. But even with that, I just feel like. Yeah, as you've said, he needs to. He should really be taking what the defense gives him. Not if it has to be a big play, because, like, especially when you know that your defense is a lot worse than it is now, you can't keep throwing the ball. You need to let you need to let the clock run. So you need you actually yeah. do. You need to do dump offs. You need you need a, you need your running game to just continue to burn the clock because every time every every, every incomplete throw is pausing the clock. Thanks. And that's not what you want when you when your defense is not is not at hundred percent at all. Like, fam, their their pass rush, their pass rush ain't really there. Like Von Miller has been quiet this year, I'd say. Um, yeah, Von Miller ain't done shit, fam. Hold that. Yeah, Ep- Epinesa and, and and Rousseau have been good, but Rousseau was injured for part of the season. They lost their best linebacker, the one of the best linebackers in the league in Milano for the year. Yeah, I I I, I even think Tredavious White, he's out for the season as well. I think. Yep. Yes. Um. Obviously, they have good set. They have good safeties, but. Having good safeties don't mean nothing when you when you don't have and good. Them men are aging. Them men are aging. Yeah, man. Like Michael Hyde and Jordan Proyer, they're good, but they're safeties, fam. Like they're not. They 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 are not actually going one on one against receivers. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like there's a there's a lot of issues, and his style of play does not is not going to be conducive to them being able to win loads of games, especially if he's going to be super aggressive. Because if if they always know they got he's going to throw deep, all he needs to do is double man up. Facts. So. That my my agenda is more just on the fact that he he's he's turning he's, he's becoming turnover prone again, and I remember that Josh Allen. <laughs> I remember that Josh Allen. So okay, cool. Let's 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 wrap up with predictions. Yeah, yeah. So cool. I've got let's the predictions. Go. I'll, I'll write them down. Alright, cool. So the first game of the week, Thursday night football, we have the Ravens and the Bengals. Oh, Ravens Bengals. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Ravens. Okay, I'm going Bengals because I want to win both ways. So if the Ravens win, I'm happy. If the Bengals win, I get a point. That's the way I'm seeing <laughs> life. Pittsburgh facing the Browns. Ooh, I'm gonna go Pittsburgh. You know. Okay, I'm picking the Browns. Um. So we've got the Cardinals and the Texans. Um, I am going to go. I'm going to go Texans. Same. Jaguars and the Titans. Jags. Same. Raiders and the Dolphins. Dolphins. Same. Dolphins even off a buy as well. Yeah, they're not going to stump them up. Yeah, facts. Dallas and Carolina. I, I'm not going to waste time. Yeah, Dallas. <laughs> you know the vibes. Um, the Chargers 
Uh, no, Chicago versus Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, same. The Chargers and Green Bay. Chargers. Same. The Giants and Washington. Washington. Same. Tampa Bay and San Fran. San Fran. Same. We're picking Bell the same one. We're going to get the same points. The Jets and the Bills. The Bills. Yeah, same. Um, Seahawks and the Rams. Mm. I'm going to see that's, that's a good game, you know. The Ra- the Rams. Steph Stafford's not injured or anything like that, right? I think he is injured. Just didn't get Carson Wentz. Oh yeah, shit. Oh, they said Stafford's questionable. I'm gonna go Seahawks then. Okay, Seahawks. Yeah. Okay, let me cross around Seahawks. Minnesota versus Denver. Ooh. I'm going Minnesota. Ah, you believe in Josh Dobbs, yeah? I do. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Minnesota as well, you know. KC versus the Eagles. Um, uh, I'm going KC. Yeah, I need I need KC to win, man. But, in, but I just, fam, it's bad. But I think, I think the Eagles are going to beat them, you know. I will be surprised. Eagles are a better team. But yeah, I'm gonna I'll go KC. I need that upset. Imagine that saying upset is a mad team. That's not an upset. Chiefs are favourites, so that won't be an upset. For the for the Chiefs to be favourites is kind of mad. Because I think the Eagles Chiefs are, are favourites. Okay, they're at home. And also ah. Chiefs, Chiefs are still the favourites to win the Super Bowl. What what whilst on this whilst on the subjects, I'm I'm gonna keep bringing it up. That might be my agenda as well. Do you think that the Chiefs miss Eric B? Bro, that, that's I think that's a good point to make. That might be my agenda, you know, because I see what Eric B is doing for Sam Howell. I know Eric Eric B would have slapped a good 10 heads by now, fam. Too many turn- There's turnovers every game. Averaging like two turnovers a game. Bloody ridiculous. Did they turn the ball over against the Dolphins? Oh, Mahomes fumbled. There we go. At least one turnover <laughs> against the... Bro, is every time there's a... Let me check. There might have been more than one turnover in the last game. Let me pray it quickly. Uh, ESPN app is actually very good for NFL stuff. Yeah, it is. Uh, okay, one turn over these Yeah, um, yeah. But anyway, Fee, Yo. it's been real. People, yeah. sound to the Discord. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And we'll be back next week, man, with another dope pod. Peace. Yeah, yeah. Peace, guys. After review, it has been determined that the receiver did not maintain. Podcast Network.